got my script, got my coffee. What do I do next? Find the record button. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. We're recording already? Who said you could start the recording button, huh? Dang, those interns are at it again. We will talk about this later when I'm done with this episode. Oh, hey there. Feel free to ignore that. Workplace drama. Ugh. We will just edit that out later and we will be fine. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and whoever you identify as. Welcome to another episode of the now infamously known podcast series called Have You Seen It? If you are looking for the food review podcast show, Have You Ate It? You're at the wrong place. Sorry to disappoint you. Maybe refine your Google search next time. Just a thought. <laughs> uh... But yes, all are welcomed here, even the interns who turned on the record button too early. It's okay, just have a sore subject about it. I'll move on, we're good. But yes, we have a inclusive vibe here and welcome anybody and everybody to give it a listen. If you're a first time listener or a veteran of the show, here's the dish on what's going on here. I watch a film, give you some light film analysis, and then simply give you a recommendation to see the film or not, as well as help you make better informed decisions in your film-watching journey and continue to help you grow in your movie buff power. While we get the long-awaited user-submitted email up and running, I'll do another episode of a fresh new release in the theaters right now. This one is a family movie. Part of it is technically animated, and it's about a famous speedster. No, it's not The Flash or Quicksilver or Speed. I'm talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. So let's dive into the good stuff, shall we? This is the sequel from the first film, Sonic the Hedgehog. It takes place a few months after the last film left off. Sonic is openly living in Green Hills, Montana. That's not a reference to a level. I'm just realizing this now mid-sentence. Cool. With his adopted Earth family and learning to be a hero. But trouble comes back again for Sonic when the evil scientist Dr. Robotnik returns from his planetary exile, vowing revenge on the Blue Hedgehog himself. This time around, the Doctor has a friend in high places, with the help of another super-powered alien named Knuckles, who's technically an echidna. A marsupial from Australia, I believe. Feel free to fact-check me on that. I don't know much about echidnas. I'm not an animal expert. Yeah. Sonic makes new friends like Tails, and things escalate and becomes a race against time. <laughs> yes, I'm making speed puns throughout this podcast intentionally and unintentionally at the same time. So no promises and just enjoy the ride. Anyways, it is fun seeing the main character's growth with interacting with the rest of the cast, from understanding what being a true hero looks like, also everyone from the supporting cast, from the secondary sheriff, to Dr. Robotnik's assistant and more, do a fantastic job and have their own moments to shine, with jokes, action sequences, and more. If you are on the fence in seeing this film, Here's the tipping point to have you sprinting to the theater seats is this. Jim Carrey does an amazing performance as the evil scientist Dr. Robotnik or Dr. Eggman. It's Jim Carrey doing the Jim Carreyest energy and things as he brings to the role and it's exciting to watch if you're a fan. The one element that defines this movie and one could argue that also breaks to a degree is the level of pacing when delivering new expositional information to us the viewer. First adaptation is a slow control burn 
and provides an easy origin story for the blues speedster for us to understand. But the pacing in this one is fast and flows organically from the foundation it builds for itself. So this approach is a double-edged sword when you're adapting a character or set of characters from a popular medium like TV, books, etc. With the case of Sonic, is from a video game. The source material has so much info and depth on lore, rich background history, etc. It's hard to convey slash show that in a two-hour narrative, but does the balancing act well with delivering expositional information within a self-contained narrative such as the sequel? First movie had to walk so the sequel can run. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh... I do like how they introduce Knuckles and Tails with brief flashbacks slash enough info for you to get what's going on, but also have distinct personalities for them to stick out of the mold. They're just not all Sonic clones. A couple things that bothered me about the plot, personally, is these two things. One, this is technically not a spoiler. Sonic can't swim, and so he learns to run on water to reach another location in the narrative. What surprises me, he's canonically told he's the fastest being in the galaxy. But he can't swim? Really? That's a life skill anybody can learn. I don't have superpowers, and I learned how to swim at, like, five. Plus, being the all-powerful speedster he is... Running on water is a walk in the park for him. Yes, another speed joke. Groan all you want. I know you are. For him to do that successfully, Sonic has to run at... Hmm, look at my notes. Uh, what do I do? I don't have an advanced degree in math, and I have limited notes here. You! Intern with the master's degree in physics! Come hither! Yes, you. Tell me how fast Sonic can run on water successfully. Uh-huh. Yeah. Only 130 plus miles an hour? Jeez, he's not the fastest thing alive, I swear. And everything is going in slow motion in his point of view for every moment of the film in both films till now. Explain that to me. Okay, I'll suspend my disbelief as is an example of the main character overcoming an external obstacle. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll move on. Just We'll just move on. Thank you, intern with the physics degree. Helpful. The second thing is... Knuckles and Tails showed to have similar levels of powers of super speed as Sonic and can understand it's not on par with him since he's the fastest thing in the galaxy. But have some exposition explain that or we're just assuming every CGI space alien in this series have some sort of super speed powers of various degrees is a given? Huh? I need more. I, I don't know why this is a thing, but it apparently is a thing. Yes, I hire a diverse staff to help me with my reviews and research. I don't have time to use search engines like Google or Bing, but for the record, I don't recommend Bing for many reasons, but I digress. Anyways, this film is great overall, and I highly recommend this film to you. As always, I continue to help you guide in making informed choices in your film-watching journey. This film is rated PG with some suggestive jokes, but overall great for the family as a whole and kids of all ages. It's currently out in theaters right now as since it's a new release, but I can see this film available to rent or buy on any digital platform nowadays that you can find within time. The production company who made this was Paramount, so I can see it on their streaming app up there too in due time as well. Gotta go fast! Let's shift gears to our popular segment called Fun Facts, where I give fun extra info about or around the making of a film to help you win movie-themed trivia nights wherever they are held and grow in your movie buff power. Here's some fun facts about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The working project name for this title 
was called Emerald Hill, which is named after the video game counterpart of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. In one scene, when Tom's cell rings asking for help from Sonic, his ringtone is the soundtrack of the Green Hill Zone from the very first video game. Tails the Flying Fox is actually a nickname. His real name is Miles Prower, so it's a pun on miles per hour. Wow. I didn't catch that till now, and it's just a yet another speed pun from the writers. Good on you guys. There's a bunch of hints and references from across the first two video games are littered throughout the film, and it would take forever to list them all. So have fun looking for the rest of them for yourself. Now it's time for our last segment of today's episode called Filmology, where we explain a definition slash term of a role, piece of equipment, narrative device, and everything else to help that helps contribute to that sweet movie magic. This week's term is Foley artist. What is that and what do they do? Well, dear listener, a Foley artist is when the audio already recorded for a scene in a movie, needs additional audio of things to make it sound better and more natural to the viewer for the final cut. So often the artist will be in a dedicated studio space or Foley studio to do that. They make sounds to fill those empty spaces like someone walking through a forest or a person riding a horse, etc. Ordinary things. They often accomplish this by making the same sounds with ordinary objects like the sound of horse galloping can be made by clapping two cutout halves of a coconut together. Then those extra sounds get recorded and added into the final sound mix for the final copy of the film and then make it perfect. Perfect. Oh dang, I'm getting tons of non-verbal cues from the interns to bring this episode to a close. Thank you, I get it. We all appreciate your help. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of this glorious podcast. Give this movie a watch, or not, I ain't your mama. Now you can ask your friends this question. Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2?